0: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of House Life. I'm Azhar Basri. Today will be another collaboration episode between me and my brother, who's based in Singapore. We're going to talk about the elephant in the room. There's been a lot of incidents uh, recently about what I'm about to cover that's been captured on social media. And those incidents... Are related to racism so my brother who's based in singapore will give his perspective on what exactly is going on in singapore and maybe i'll give him some uh, awareness on how racism in singapore differs from other places like australia for example so without further ado I'll introduce my guest again, Helman Basri from Singapore. Helman, how are you? How are you?
1: Hi, very well. Yeah, just a bit of on my knee after the virtual run yesterday, but everything's... Yeah. Virtual
0: well. run, huh? sounds like fun.
1: Mm, 10 kilometers.
0: 10 kilometers virtual run. Okay. Yeah. So, Helman, recently, right, there has been a list of incidents... Relating to racism, I'm just going to name a few. There's the Hua Chong Lady MRT incident, the Nian lecturer uh, confronting an interracial couple, an Indian woman allegedly got uh, attacked and insulted with racial slur for not wearing a mask. Uh, There's a viral video of a Chinese woman banging gong when the neighbour is performing prayer. Uh so much so even the Minister for Home Affairs and Law, Mr Shamugam, in his uh Facebook uh post dated sixth of Jan, he said, quote, I used to believe that Singapore was moving in the right direction on racial tolerance and harmony based on recent events, I am not so sure anymore, unquote. So Hilman, tell me what the hell is happening in Singapore?
1: Well, Actually, to be, to be frank, I think the whole thing happened because of the pandemic. It created a lot of stress because of the new regulations that people have to, without pointing fingers, right? This is not about saying... But every country is also
0: going to, through this stress. Well, why is Singapore yeah, reacting yeah, yeah. So like Singapore
1: this? Has, yeah, Singapore, I mean, every country has their own their own fair share of problems in the country. Just that Singapore, because we are staying here, we see the problems surface to us uh, more prominently. Okay, Uh, but I think most of the stress created uh, a certain level of ignorance, and people will start to just point fingers at whatever they're not—they're not happy about. It can be they're not happy about their particular person's character, face, or maybe in this particular topic today, maybe race. So I think so
0: that means they have uh, been—they already had a festering uh, racial thinking which they have kept inside for a while and the pandemic kind of like let it all out. Is that right for me to say that?
1: Yeah, but um, let's be honest. Every one of us have our own uh, set of bias and it's being mentioned again and again uh, by our government. And I think the current um, environment that we are in right now, it kind of like escalate and people just do not find Ways to actually um, exploit or what you can say that they do not find ways to actually express.
0: So are you justifying their, their actions their, their Anger
1: on something? I'm not justifying their actions, but I think, to be frank, by not pointing fingers at people, right? We're just saying that we are uh, living in a, in a particular um, environment right now, a situation where you know these things can escalate easily as compared to when you know before uh, pre-COVID era. Uh, we are much more reserved, uh, and I think this also leads to uh, a lot of things that uh, schools are taking initiatives uh, in the future with regard to uh, racial harmony and stuff like that. So we will be initiating a lot of. But those uh, initiatives activity.
0: have been going on for a long time, even back yeah, when when we were in this, school. Yeah, those things time, are already there. I think so this time
1: we are. We have to. I think this time we have to implement more because we have seen or we were caught off guard or the amount of ignorance that happened. We do not want to um make it happen like how it happened in other countries. So I think uh, are you sure you create you this have been caught again.
0: are you sure you've been caught off guard or it's just been swept under the carpet for so long and then only recent events come because right. we, call it, call it, Mr, call Mr. Call Shambu Mr. Shamugam's quote is is quite it's, under the it's quite serious, you know. I am not so sure anymore. I mean, this is unheard of, especially coming from yeah. from from him. It's like he's giving up hope. Yeah. Although although may can, can, give up can can, can right. I just add? Okay. Can I just add? Although on the 10th of June, uh, about four days later after his initial Facebook post, I think he kind of backtracked a bit because in an interview with uh. Channel News Asia, radio station 93.8. He said, quote, While racism exists, Singapore has made tremendous progress in racial harmony over the years, unquote. So he kind of like, okay lah, not so, the situation not so bad lah, you know.
1: I think he actually mentioned the first quote right after there was a particular, uh, uh, right after the I think it was after the uh, was I think it was after the Nian Lecture. No no no
0: it, it was An after lecturer. the like, Nian well, Lecture, yeah.
1: As well as there was a couple of incidents uh, incident where you know uh fanatics want to attack synagogues and wants to attack uh, churches and mosques. So I think oh. this whole um, events that happen make him actually maybe, you know, kind of like say such uh, remarks. But again, when he backtracked saying that Singapore had actually, you know, progressed a lot through the years, and I I believe in that. When was the last time we yeah, had racial rights as compared to other? I agree. I agree.
0: He so I he think, put he put some perspective I think it's in that It is not line.
1: wrong. It is it is not wrong for for political uh, uh, for politicians to actually you know backtrack on their words, saying that okay maybe you know we said things that but it is always wrong to deny that certain things actually exist, but to say that it doesn't exist. You get what I mean? So. I think he's giving a fair remark. And of course, maybe when, when he said that he doesn't know anymore, people were taken aback. But then after reflection, I think we actually did progress through the years. So one or two of these type of uh, stupid behaviors that is caught on camera doesn't justify us as a nation of think What we have right now is a certain um, democracy which is, you know, pointing towards something um, which requires a lot of understanding and uh, a lot of give and take from various parties. So I think we can elevate to that point, but just to if we were to just look at you know uh, the the incidents that what the Nian Polly lecturer or the uh, the the hua chong lady in the MRT station to justify that Singapore is right 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 currently right now having a racist parade, I think that's not fair on 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 the world's view about the world's view on Singapore. So. Can I, I can I at the early,
0: yeah. Can I ask you a question?
1: Yeah. Given the recent
0: events, right, that's been happening, hmm. do you feel as a minority, do you feel threatened in Singapore? Do you feel that um, Tra- I I I feel I feel I feel, my life. I feel a bit uh I feel a bit scared uh, know, to walk around in Singapore yeah, because in, because you're happening uh, you, in any form, uh, any form. No,
1: I don't feel I don't feel. Okay. I don't feel I don't feel uh, threatened in terms of my life, you know, because I feel that Singapore is a safe place. Right, our crimes mm-hmm, are low, yep. but again, low crime doesn't mean no crime. Okay, and I don't feel there's a life threatening to be a minority in in this country as compared to when I was living in other countries. Uh, however, okay, we must never neglect that certain prejudice biasness does happen. There are sometimes that we feel that we are being. Um, you know, we are being neglected in some ways. Okay. However, a lot of these things are basically our own perceptions on being a minority. And of course, Mm -hmm. then we talk about how, how does the majority race feel? Uh, Does the majority feel that they're privileged? On the contrary, or majority of the people in the majority race will say that I don't feel being privileged. I feel that, you know, I stand a chance to do anything if I want to do it, you know, and uh, we felt they also felt that you know, the minority also has their their chances of doing things. Okay, so um, when you say when you next, say about privilege, next,
0: uh, you're referring to Chinese privilege, yeah? is that
1: right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Minister Lawrence Fong also mentioned what Chinese privilege. Then he asked, what exactly is Chinese privilege? Okay, because uh, there are a huge number, and as we all know, uh, Singapore is an aging population. There's a huge number of. Uh, uh, Old folks, right? The pioneer generation who are Chinese, and they they say that they are having a very hard time living in Singapore because they don't understand English. Do do you have, well. do, you have so you know. do you have the quote from
0: Mister Lawrence? Do you have the quote from Mister Lawrence stating about this uh, Chinese privilege thing?
1: Yeah, I I did watch the video, but I did not quote. I did not quote it, so he did okay. mention that this particular group of uh, Chinese, uh, 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 pioneer generation, yep, they felt that they have contributed a lot. In the, in the in the progress of our country. And throughout okay. the years, they don't feel that they are actually enjoying any type of privileges.
0: I see. So yep, yep. when
1: we think about it, that's something that we overlook. Never, we never thought of that before. We always thought that, uh, in general, uh, it's easier for them to go to university, easier for them to get jobs. And, you know, I mean, we've seen in, in ads saying that oh, they need Chinese speaking. And we felt that, you know, it's threatening for us because, you know, our chances are very limited because we don't speak your language. So what you're, you're saying, what you're saying, it, right, what you're saying is, what you're saying is,
0: majority, the majority, majority race also face same the same level of difficulty as the minority race.
1: Yeah, but the the majority as well as the minority need to understand and uh need to compromise that. As much as you have it tough, others have it even tougher. Like the majority will un- need to understand certain things, like you know when it comes to uh job scope. Uh, stuff like that, where they really, really require a Chinese speaking because we are we are engaging with uh, clients from China and stuff. So these are something which is a compromise. Do you think those Therefore, are just... Some right, people think those are just excuses, that, you know? Some
0: people think those are just excuses. Because at this day and age, that some people
1: happen to... Language so, should not okay, be a barrier. That some people... Okay, because we are not dealing with people from New York or, or Washington or... You know, we are dealing with people from China, from Taiwan, from this stuff. and sometimes it's really requirement. However, okay, however, right, with all these things if, that if you're saying to a lot if, of if, unhappiness. If, if
0: you're saying that uh people dealing dealing business right with uh, with China, maybe they prefer dealing with someone of a similar race. I mean not just China alone. I've heard uh, you know the Arabs, uh, in Europe, they did or India, they prefer dealing with uh, someone with a similar racial background. So maybe maybe the racial the racial line is is, is is there similar, or Malaysia or Malaysia for example. It doesn't
1: just okay, it doesn't just go for Chinese in particular. I think if, if I run a company, right, most I think most of the time right we would be much more we will be much more uh, happier to receive someone from our own ethnic Background. However, we have to understand that we are more hiring comfortable, people more comfortable. Of the background. More comfortable because they understand, right? I mm. uh, mean, me, we Malay Muslim, we pray five times a day, so we actually have to accommodate those resources, okay, for for our Muslim, for our Muslim uh, um, clients or for our Muslims uh, colleagues. Whereas if you know, we are working for uh, another company, which is maybe a Chinese company, it is. Hard to actually explain certain things because if they are not really diverse or they are not really aware of what our uh, require our needs and or our needs are, that is where mm-hmm. a lot of this uh, miscommunication starts coming up and it becomes, you know, it becomes um that ignorant. Okay, what I've, I always, I will always repeat this word ignorant because this this ignorance right has been a huge pandemic in other countries and I hope that it doesn't it doesn't seep through in Singapore. Yes, we do have ignorant people that we what we can see from those two cases that we, we brought in, right? And and this ignorance doesn't come from people from low social class. It comes from educators. It really disgusts me so much because as an educator myself, I see my fellow educators behaving like that. Yeah, the, knee, the neon if they have been in the line, Yeah, if they have been in the line for like 25 years, just imagine 25 years of, you know, those racial biases. I'm just wondering what actually he actually to his and apparently, and right apparently, now, one, one by uh, one, a few skeletons has already come out.
0: Yep. A few skeletons has already yep. come out. Like some of his ex students yep. has come out that he has so, some prejudice.
1: So in my practice as an educator, right, when a student comes up to me and tells me that that particular teacher is racist, I need to give that student the benefit of doubt instead of just you know the, the normal teachers are like, oh you do not know anything I mean, it's because you are doing the wrong thing that's why he school, he or she scolds you. That was what I was being taught, I was being uh, treated when I was a student. So Mm -hmm. I feel that, you know, today, if a student comes to me and then complains to me saying that a particular teacher is being racist or being unfair, we need to give them a benefit of the doubt. That is where, you know, listening to your students comes into practice. If we as educators, we just think that what we say is the law, is the right thing, then we are not actually, you know, contributing to any part of this education process. And what are, what are our, the next generation going to learn from that? Is that it's is wrong to, 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 to be wrong? Is wrong, wrong to think? So these are things that, yeah, I think we might need to handle in the long run.
0: Yep. Interesting that you mentioned about uh, those kind of racial harmony programs that uh, schools need to conduct. I remember back when I was in uh, primary school, we were in a Malay language class, and a Chinese student barged into the classroom full of Malay students and shouted "Babi makan tai! babi makan tahi" and po- pointed at everybody. And it was a it was a kind of a shock eh, to see this Chinese boy coming in and insulting all the Malay students with those uh, derogatory. Uh, remarks. Uh, I'm sure things have changed now, and you being in the education line, what what's what are the schools doing these days with regards to racial harmony?
1: Okay, today MOE, I think this has gone for more than ten years ago, right? Um. Oh
0: no, that incident. Been, that incident is twenty years ago, lah. 30 years ago.
1: Call, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think because of that, they, they revamped. Today, there is character and citizenship education in, in schools where um, we identify and we actually create an awareness for students of various uh, multicultural as, uh, to actually understand um, their friends who are from different races. So, these are one huge aspect, one huge component in MOE that they have uh, created. So, of course, this particular department will do the normal things like the Racial Harmony Day and all the various uh, ethnic celebration will be under their purview so this is the the, the, the big thing that happened do you okay, think do you think, it's to, do you think is working do you think is working is it showing yeah, positive working, right? results i think it is working because it shows that every student enjoys every particular event created under this uh, cce uh, spectrum so i think it's um it's very uh, successful but at the same time the question will be that, okay, in the event where uh, they are no longer with their friends, are their mindsets going to be still the same? Are they going to look at other races as how they, the school has taught them about them? Or are they going to have their own personal bias? I think parents play an important component in a child's development. I, I, I don't think, I, I am very certain parents play an important integral uh, part of the um, child's development. And if they were being fed with a lot of um, negative thoughts about other, other races, why they are different to us, and vice versa, okay, uh, what makes them uh, 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 a bad influence and stuff like that. So these things will be brought to school. So I think for that for that incident where you mentioned about the babi makan I think I was... I, I, don't, I have, don't say it again. I don't, think the, school, full, yeah, I don't think the school... Yeah, I don't think the school, all right, uh, I don't think the school is responsible for that action. No, I don't but think I, I didn't I didn't 20. I didn't
0: say that the school was responsible yeah, yeah. back then. So, I know I know so that, we've, that that we've guy was an extra. I
1: think yeah, after that incident, right? After that incident maybe the, the school did reprimand, meet meet up with the parents and maybe the school uh, would find out that the parents behave similarly to to that. So Oh it, this this uh, this is uh, no, if the incident
0: happened in today's context, uh what is that what you're saying to see?
1: Yeah, oh, okay, just, okay. yeah, in police contact, we would of course reprimand that but because this is considered an offence and an offence mm. needs to have a certain part of a disciplinary action needs to be taken. So so this is part of it. So for this group of students who have for some reason have bad thoughts about uh, their friends from other races or other religions, we need to understand from where they are coming from. Where do they get all this? bad uh't know influence is it from their parents is it from their friends or sometimes their their parents are perfectly perfect people who who integrate well, but it's from the people that they mix around sometimes they might mix around with people from the barber shop or they might mix mm. around with I don't know, uh, if you, yeah so these are things that leads to it so okay i'm going we,
0: to, i'm going to open a when, pan, when it comes to i'm going to open a pandora's okay. box okay I'm going to open a Pandora's box these programs right these racial harmony programs right seems good and achievable in a multiracial setting, like a multiracial schools? What about SEP schools, where it's you know, predominantly only one race that goes into those schools? Would this program multiracial work? Because they won't have any exposure okay. of people from other races, minority races.
1: It's just themselves. Okay, and the it's uh, not surprising that you mentioned that. Part of it. Because, because, his because his recently, in, in you know, Mr. I read, I read on social yeah. Yeah. He's also mentioned in Mrs. Lauren, Mr. Lawrence Wong's uh, speech. As oh, as he as did mention it, eh? Okay. okay. Yep, yeah, yep. he mentioned it again mm. with regards to the SEP schools, mm. Madrasa. Uh, madrasa course, also. There are okay. some schools. However, okay, what's the difference between this uh, Chinese SEP schools, the Madrasas, and of course, uh, I, think, I think he did mention about uh, there was this uh, particular Indian institution, all right? which also follows... Inter- international, is it
0: inter- international schools as well? Or can we just bring the international schools okay. as well?
1: All right. Because international school is, is a different component because mm. we, have school, we have students from other other countries joining international schools. Like Canadian schools, right? It's not everyone is Canadian, right? It's yes, from various... Things. So basically, we, we couldn't take that into the concept. But as us come to for SEPS schools, mm. okay, what's the difference between the SEPS schools of, of yesterday and today? Basically, today... SEP schools all right, although they might be centralized as a Chinese SEP schools right okay but their main model uh, modern modern of uh, communication is still English so that is one of the major difference however when you come to think about it they have CCE lessons as well okay they do inculcate various aspects the only mm-hmm. thing maybe is that they do not have first hand exposure you get what I mean yep. so this is where you know uh, you know, like uh I could say for madrasa as well, they do not have first-hand exposure as to mixing around with uh, students from other diversity. So what actually, um, when we were to say that, okay, as long as there's going to be sep school, there's going to be uh, an elite race in, in, in Singapore. Anyway, I, I think that's not really a fair comment, okay? Because we are just looking at things from one particular uh, angle, which is, oh, sep schools, to, uh, who who goes to SEP schools? Parents who can afford send their children to SEP schools, all right? So our thinking is that they created a a, a, a social hierarchy in, in a so basically there's nothing to do with race in this in this in this uh, perspective. It's more about social class. And then when we talk about social class, it's another another area of focus. Mm. It actually you know it can start way back, not just from from schools. It can start from the, the perspective of the upbringing process not really from which school you come from. I mean I have friends who come from neighborhood schools who suddenly climb up the social hierarchy and then become stuck up like as if they behave from people who they think come from sep schools. Yeah. So these are uh, uh how we that okay I think I think um if I'm not wrong, Mr. Lawrence Wong did brought up about this, this matter mm-hmm. where we cannot look at we cannot look at schools as if they are the one hindering Racial harmony because for the fact that they do not mingle with other races. Okay. Okay.
0: okay. Yep.
1: Look at life in a, in a, okay maybe in schools. That's the only disadvantage that they do not have that they do not mix around there. But they still learn about other races. Okay, it's part of their curriculum. Like the CCE, as long as you follow under MOE uh, stream guidelines, you have to follow this thing. Madraka Madrasa is also inculcating this this particularity because it creates an awareness to respect other races. Yep. not to say which part of their components is the bad ones, and this is why we should be against them. This is not, this is not how we want to learn about other races. What yep. happened in other countries is because there was no such initiative being given in, in, in schools, being initiated in schools. And Singapore is not going to that extent where, you know, this thing is pointless because it creates a certain uh, awareness that, you know, Students will later on find out. I remember when I was when I was in school we did a uh, short uh, like you know, skit to explain what we do during fasting month and stuff like that. And through these mediums of not just people telling, it's also people showing, people performing. This is how we get a better idea on how how our counterparts or our, our friends from other races uh, practice their 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 culture, their tradition and their religion. Yep. So Step schools, right, although I, I, I know that there was a couple of uh, articles that came out on Facebook, you know, saying that oh, this is a social social hierarchy is nothing to do, not so much to do with racism. It is more of your upbringing. If your parents bring you up that way so that you climb the social hierarchy to be a respectable individual, all right, pressurizing you in your studies so that you become important people, that's not really a racial issue to blame on. Okay, so so, ultimate, so is where, ultimately,
0: ultimately is the family upbringing uh, that determines the... The family the, upbringing. The, the, okay. The, the so, mindset.
1: I think it's, it's, an, it's an assumption from people saying that, oh, because they are they go to this type of school so their parents are like that. Hey, hmm. that, that, you cannot generalize things. You know, a, a lot of miscommunication in other parts of the world happens because people like to generalize things. You know? Even in Singapore, they generalize things as well. Every race has their own bad factors. So that's how they generalise us. Okay, so in terms of education-wise, I think we have covered a huge milestone, and we will continue to initiate more more stuff in the future. I'm
0: fairly sure that uh, all these racial uh, integration programs that you just uh, described that happen in schools doesn't stop after one has finished school. I think it also carries on uh, into their working life especially when they're in uh, national service for example uh, since you're in a uniform group can you just tell us are these programs still being practiced or still being from time to time uh, reviewed to make it better in some way of sorts
1: absolutely I think um, okay what what is the main purpose of national service? It's mostly for the country's defence. So mm-hmm. if people to ask me, does national service make you uh, operational ready for war? Yeah, I mean, that's the main idea. But for me, right, my personal experience can come to national service. is where It's the time where we integrate together. This is the time where you have to live, pay, sleep with, you know your your mates, your squad mates from other other races. You have to tolerate them, no matter how much you don't like them. You have to tolerate, and then you have to understand why are they behaving like that. Why uh, do they practice certain certain type of traditions and stuff like that? Tolerate. It, That's the key word
0: that you just mentioned. Tolerate. Yeah. yeah. Tolerate.
1: Tolerate, compromise, compromise. And stuff like that. Yeah. So this is, that is a, because you are living under consider under one roof, all right? Some of, sometimes they can be your, even your bunk mate. Basically, you are sharing the same bed. So these are times where I think, uh, you know, the, the situation will really require you to have a huge compromise. Like if they, uh, like for for us Muslims, right, we we pray five times a day. So certain times, right, they have to be out of a certain side because we are praying towards certain direction. So we explain to them or oh, means, uh you cannot be stand, sitting or standing in front of me because I'm praying, and they understand, right? They never question, they never argue as to why and vice versa, we understand why why, why their practices are different as well. So that is the main uh, uh, key component of uh, national service. And if we had uh, tours around uh, religious places like the temple, churches, mosques, when we were in school, national service have another set of these things. Right? We go deep into it. I remember when I was uh, still in basic training, Okay, we actually mm-hmm. go for this type of tours to to kind of like we. Re- vitalize and uh, create a re awareness
0: oh you have those racial racial yeah, awareness we have tours yeah oh
1: good for you yeah all. we have a racial my tours. Uh, so, time, so my, time another, my time another. don't have my time don't have so i think i think my they time have, my uh, time was the cowboy mindset.
0: cowboy time
1: mm. so i remember and today that is actually part of the part of the uh, uh what I call it the exercise, or part of the program in national service, like, they don't want not want you to just be trained, you know, operational ready on the ground, or uh, during warfare, but they also want you to understand who you're working with, because when you are in a troop, or in a platoon, you are bound to have people from other races, fighting together with you, you know, uh, saving your life, and vice versa, you will need to be saving their lives as well, so this is where a component of integration happens, in, in national service, and it is very effective, and that I think my first awareness, that, that the real awareness comes when we have to live under one roof, okay, tolerate, compromise, and understand each other's each other's uh, uniqueness. This is where this is where the beauty of national service. Okay, for me, not so much about fighting war and stuff like that. Okay, of course we are operational ready, but you know, it's more of the integration. That small factor that often people overlook. That is where the beauty of the to be honest,
0: is. I didn't, I didn't personally experience any racial discrimination or racial issues, lah When during national service is, it yeah, seems likewise. like everybody because everybody had a common goal, you know, either to survive or or there's a common objective and we just work towards it. You know, put yeah. all all those differences aside yeah. and work towards it. So no. maybe it's easier in that setting, you know. But what about in the in the professional world, you know, in the corporate world, for example, might not be so easy.
1: Okay, the world itself is a surviving surviving landscape. So sometimes, um, okay, what we experience in uh, national service can and will be used to good use when we are meeting with clients, colleagues of different backgrounds. So, uh. This is where we share our experiences and we share... I think as adults, we, were, we are trusted to be much more, you know, wary about what is sensitive and what is uh, taboo and stuff like that. So we know Okay, what we have in Singapore, right, generally is what we call the, um, um, uh, the, the democracy, which is... Uh, we call it... Uh, I forgot what that was. But it was mentioned with in, in an IPS... Uh, Documentary. Hang on, nah, hang on, uh, hang on, harmony, easy, easy simple, harmony, That's easy harmony, had. easy harmony or easy harmony, easy d- harmony. Okay, easy harmony, okay. Okay. Easy, harmony. Okay. easy harmony. Right, where we don't talk about that particular, uh, that particular issue because we do not want to offend another, uh, another cult, another race or another culture, okay. And because of that, right, it had created and strengthened our understanding of what is right to be said. Uh, to everyone else and what is not. So we have that understanding. So the argument comes in that, okay, so because we don't want to talk about it, that means uh, uh, it still lingers in, in the society. I mean, the, 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 the taboo or the the negativity still lingers. Yeah, but when the negativity is not being escalated, it remains like that. Isn't it better if it remains that way and rather like, have a, someone to actually spit it out and then create a chaos, like What happened in other countries, so so, so you're saying go, so we're saying support. we
0: just sweep it under the carpet as long as it doesn't create more issues, okay. is it? This easy harmony, no, not,
1: not yeah, not really sweep it under the carpet totally, but when we see an injustice happening to another race, let's say I am mm-hmm. okay, as a Malay, I see a particular Malay dude, right, uh, harassing or offending uh, uh, another another race. As a Malay, I should have been siding with the Malay. I should be against that thing, Alright, We saw a lot of these videos of you know Karens where we have another another person from the same, same ethnic background from with the Karen who go op- oppose against them. That is one part of a uh, factor of integration because we then we understand that you know. Among all these people, we cannot generalize them just because they are of that particular ethnic race. That is we something that happened that in Singapore.
0: It is something that happened in Australia, right? Or is Karen Karen and the
1: US? Yeah, Karen happens in uh US. But we Singapore? have our own versions of Karen as well. Is yeah, it? we have our own version of Karen. Okay. Yeah. They they ah. they they call they call the the, the female Karen and they call the, the the Singapore Karen and they call the male Singapore Ken. So we have our own version. But okay. I, I, so this I Nian haven't Nian seen any, I haven't
0: seen these videos
1: about nah, nah, the lecturer and this uh, uh Pua chong lady
0: ah. can be
1: categorized under the, the Singapore Karen and Singapore Ken uh yep, category. Yep, so yep. if we were to see okay, we, we don't say we don't see that under the oh, under okay, the rough okay. as, as yep. what you mentioned. We say we okay, if we see any injustice, we should know which part is the is the right path and we should be you know, it's not to you know, antagonize and then create more split out of it because often not in other countries that happens And because of that, uh, when that happens and the government doesn't want to you know, admit that there is a wrong thing from from that particular party, this is where it ex- 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 escalates. Okay. It's okay to be balanced, but when you know the fact that one party is in the wrong and you do not want to con- uh, condemn that party, this is where it creates a, a huge uh, issue. That will create a catastrophe in the
0: future. So that's what I think. Yep. Okay. Yep. I I just let me just recap something here. Despite all the events that has happened recently in Singapore, all those racist videos, at least it has not uh escalated to a certain level of violence or bloodshed which has happened in other parts of the world. And we should be grateful for that. I mean at least for, for your case, lah Ilman in Singapore. Should be grateful because in 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 places like Australia, for example, the level of racism has quite a bloody history. As recent as the events that happened in 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 New Zealand, the perpetrator was Australian. he uh, he's also associated with white supremacist groups. So, there's a big danger there. You know, these groups, when you have these groups uh, festering in your community and they are uh, capable of uh, violence, that is the biggest danger to in, with regards to racism. So, the racism in Singapore is, for me, someone who's living overseas... Can consider it mild, although Singaporeans, you know, you guys make a lot of noise of all these incidents, you know. But if we look it at a bigger picture, it's actually mild. That's why, like what Mister Shambugam said, uh, the tremendous progress in racial harmony over the years, Singapore has made the tremendous progress. He's saying, what he's saying is, is right because the last racial riot that that that. Singapore experience in that involved bloodshed was maybe I think in nineteen sixty nine, many years ago, like fifty more than fifty years ago. So, in terms of that, we are on the right track. But still, Singaporeans also have a right to to make sure that you no, know, this kind of uh, uh I won't say ideology lah because that one is reserved for another segment uh mindset lah yeah mindset. Uh, won't, doesn't fester and evolve into something that is more extreme for the sake of uh Singapore because if left unchecked, it can become dangerous. You have any you know I think perspective? One of the major what,
1: success, yep. yeah, one of the major success in Singapore is because we learn from our past history, from our past mistakes. Like, we, we we know the racial You learn from other countries. La. Let's say it. La. You learn from yeah. other countries. Singapore uh, is very good at learn learning, other
0: countries. Taking the bad and, and, points of other countries and make sure that, our our you know, own doesn't experience as well. in yeah,
1: we learn from our own experience as well, right? Like you mentioned 64, 69, the racial right mm. So, we thought that, you know, if this were to continue, mm. and and after a racial riot, it is very difficult to, you know, cover cover up for all those, like you mentioned, those ideologies. So, how do you mention it? So, a lot of times when we learn from other countries and we learn from our own mistakes in the past, that's where we become more certain and more aware of what are the threats that can that we will see forward in the next 20, 30 years from now. So mm. I think uh, one of the reasons as to why other countries are facing a problem is because certain times, right, the government doesn't always give a certain favor for one particular group. All right, they do not want to condemn that particular act of violence. Instead, they said, "Oh, it's a violence from both parts, both sides." Okay, okay, these are things which you know, you know, you escalate to 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 uh, different lengths because the person who instigate that that fire would say that, "Oh, we are not being condemned," and the person who are victimized would say that, "What is this? All right, we 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 do not fight, and yet we become uh, we are being condemned, saying that we are also part of the problem." So this is the part where you know the injustice this comes in and then when the party that doesn't fight, in the in the future they said, okay, next time we'll fight. Okay? And when you say well we'll create more bloodshed. That this is where escalations of further bloodshed will be drawn in the future. But Singapore doesn't doesn't follow that thing. We said that right if one party is in the wrong, we will make sure that party pay a very, very heavy you know price. Okay? And when we call it heavy, Singapore really right we mentioned in the in our past podcast, right? We really believe in certain punishment, which really justify <clears throat> for certain certain types of crime. Yep. So, I think um, the the thing is, um, as much as we learn about history, we learn about things. How many of other country, how many countries actually really learn from their past history? Okay, and this is the thing that Singapore always tries to, you know, uh, uncover. Like what mistakes we did in the past will not be repeated repeated. If it's being repeated, we will sit down right, in parliament to discuss about this matter all right, and make sure that it doesn't draw us again because racial racial harmony is one of the biggest um, threats if we do not handle it today. 20, 30 years from now, it's going to be different. So I think... Um, it's yeah, the biggest threat to the Singapore economy. La.
0: I mean, anything to do Singapore, anything to in do with, economy, with, okay. with money, right? Uh, the government will make sure yeah, that sometimes, sometimes, okay, the sometimes will make sure that you, know, that you, you don't economy. you don't disturb our money. okay, uh, it's
1: okay. It's funny that you mentioned about economy. Okay, when when you come to think about it, right? Like for my own personal preference, uh, when you stay in a person in other people's country, you need to integrate as well. I mean, we cannot just have the uh, um. Minister Lawrence Wong did mention the uh the, I. ICM thing where the indian chinese and malay problems you know because okay, we talk about ICM you know, thing the, the, is that the, the,
0: the new term trade. ICM oh
1: <laughs> I, I i think he mentioned there's one particular uh, abbreviation that he keep on uh, he keep on i need to find this
0: video he, i want to watch it uh.
1: okay so basically um even for we we are trying to also elevate saying that people who come to singapore to to actually uh, you know for business advice, wise they also need to integrate to our 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 lifestyle means they need to learn English if it English is not their first language. Because I remember in Australia, if you don't know English, right, yeah. you are you are you are not as you are you are basically useless because in, that is the in, only in medium In Australia, to be,
0: to become a permanent resident or permanent or Singapore yeah. or citizen, you have to go through some integration awareness yeah. program or something English like that. Test. English okay. test, and then and you have to take a test about Australian culture. Mm. so I think
1: that 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 is something which our country can, uh, that Singapore might want to look into in the future, so that we do not just, you know, vaguely take people from all different diversity and then make them into our kind. Because some we he admitted that some of the expatriates they worked here for a long time. After some time, they will go back, right? There is no sense of patriotism in them. Okay, and we respect that because they boost our economy for that matter. So. But when it comes to people who want to stay in our country, they really simply cannot bring their uh, their their culture and tradition from where they came from and then not want to integrate with our, our things. Like when I I've seen this a lot before I hang I've on, seen, on hang on, But our, the, you know, but, but yep. the
0: racial the, the racism in Singapore is from the local Singaporeans, right? Not from the that
1: is where a lot of people get it get it very very wrong. Ah, you know? Because okay, okay. actually it comes to the racism, Expose right? Here. Yep. As long as you be as long as you come from a certain uh, race, it doesn't it doesn't have to be local, Alright, It doesn't have to be right. Okay, we see a lot of troubles come from uh, Malaysian Malays or sometimes mm. from Chinese from China, Alright? And some, some some of these things like that. Recently, there was this one problem where this guy, he, he uh, the bus driver actually overshoot his stop, and then he demanded that bus driver to U turn, and he couldn't speak English, and he he he's a he's a foreigner, and and then basically we were like. What was his problem? Then even the video, the TikTok video said that oh, he's mm. just looking for trouble. He just wants to create trouble. So I think it's not really a local thing, like what people uh, think because we are a country of migrants. Because like because American, because I know
0: like I know besides racism, xenophobia also is another big issue in Singapore. Xenophobia. But, okay,
1: but I don't know whether I don't know whether it's the
0: same thing or not.
1: Okay, like for migrants right in, in Singapore. I think they do they do face a certain stigma as well. Okay. Uh, but I wouldn't say that their stigma or their their threat is as as big as other countries, right? They can still live in Singapore in peace, they can still think but uh, I think what um, the people, the locals would, would really appreciate from them is that okay, since you are boosting our economy, contributing to our economy, you still need to learn our way of life. Okay, so I mean if you wanna say about some of the things that happen because of their uh, uh ignorant about our culture, there's a lot of things to mention about. But that's the small thing because I remember when I was in Australia, I had to integrate with the Australian lifestyle. I cannot bring my Singaporean Kiasu factor thing uh, in, in, into into the the the, uh, the the country. So it's the same thing for us, okay? Mm. I mean these are some of the factors that can lead to certain racial things. We'll However, just we'll just it, leave
0: it, it. We'll just leave it as that for now, <laughs> because I think we yeah uh, yeah yep, yep. we might be
1: uh, so, so that could it, be a
0: topic for another to one. Xenophobia in Singapore. Mm. Mm.
1: To generalize it, mm. okay, uh, To 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 wrap it up, when it comes to racial harmony, we are in Singapore. We are actually uh taking a lot of initiatives yes. to improvise to improve our education system. Okay. Uh, of course. Uh, even stretching it up to national service and to the workforce, we are demanding every particular employer out there to practice a certain type that, of. That, uh, is you know, good, uh, that is the one good.
0: That is one good thing about Singapore. Even though those cases can be considered minor, right? But the efforts and the yep. conversations that is being that's taken taking place is 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 a lot. You no, know? even though it's considered minor minor issues, you know. Imagine people only having this conversation if if a serious racial incident happened, like in other countries, when yep. there's only bloodshed. Only then, you know, people start uh, uh, making campaigns, you know, having conversations. But because it only took a few, uh, I would say, annoying incidents, triggering factors. That, yeah, that yeah, triggered this whole that that, yep. that triggered this whole racial injustice or race racism in Singapore it's it's to me is a good thing you know that means pe- people in Singapore uh, uh, what do you call it uh, having a high think, standard you no know? have high standard okay uh, that 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 racism should not be
1: tolerated tolerated yep. yeah. Okay, sometimes I feel okay as a as a small joke, right? Sometimes I feel that as much as we enjoy other races' food delicacies, right? That is how much we should be, you know, uh, appreciating their traditions and their culture as well. Because I love Chinese food as well. I love Indian food, and and, and because of that, is how how accepting we how accepting we are towards the food. That is how accepting we are towards their culture. That is how I feel. You know, we should be in that same um uh, I see, mindset. I see. And yeah, that is that's a thing. That's how I feel. Okay, when it comes to food, yeah, Singapore is a foodie nation as well. So yeah.
0: Yep. So you love their food, hence you should love them as a as a people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because they are the ones who create uh, who make your food. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Let's... that is a simple way of you know having all these irrational and negative thoughts about other other other. Just things. love everybody
0: lah. Yeah. La. No no need no need to don't don't.
1: Everybody. Think about yeah.
0: the race yeah love, every race has its differences in their culture and practices i mean we so, be to understanding to be like.
1: some of these some of these videos that we see right i don't think that uh, when the person actually created that stir he or she actually aware that uh, is uh, they are being racist. They will say that oh no, I'm saying this because of other things, right? But of course, generally, generally when the whole audience see that, yeah, you are being racist. There is uh, a so racial those undertone.
0: those those videos, mm. there is a racial. There is a racial undertone, undertone but but the person
1: who commit that racial thing will never understand that that, 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 that component. They will yeah. say that they are not being racist. They are just stating the fact. They are just saying stating right? like. I'm not. You know, I'm, not, I'm, not very, I'm not. i was very. I'm not kind of downplaying.
0: I'm not downplaying the this whole issue. I mean. I'm not downplaying it. Mm. I think the the, the damage you know, of those videos uh, of those people you know, uh uh can be significant. But if you look it at the bigger picture, yeah. like what's going on in the whole world, you know, Singapore like to compare itself to the rest of the world, right? Uh mm. the situation is not so bad yet. And it's under control. That's yep. the important thing. Under control and and being addressed, even though some yeah. some things, uh, people can have disagreement in 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 some aspects of what is being addressed, at least there's something being done.
1: Yeah. You, I mean, you have the right to your own opinions and stuff like that, but there is a there is a limit to what can be expressed freely and what needs to be, you know, taken aback. So mm. these are people who, like you know, the Nian Polly, he's not just talking about his race, but he, he actually tarnished the image of all educators. Because right now, every educator are facing that thing where, oh, educators are like that, MOE are, are hiring people like that. You know, it, it, it tarnished that image of educators. So, it's not just, he he, he might think that uh, it's just me. Is, and, he and tarnishing, my, my is he
0: tarnishing or is he exposing? That is also another question.
1: Ah... Okay, well, see, but I know that a lot of educators face a lot of this discrimination after that video, you know, and and we we felt it because this is not what we are being taught, and this is not what this is not what I'll do, okay, and yeah, I mean, it just disgusts me. That's the word I will use: disgust. Because yeah, and I think he 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 gets what he deserves. Yeah.
0: Well, there's still no official word that he's been sacked. It's just uh the op- the last we've heard is. He is to be sacked, but whether he yep. has been
1: sacked yet but the, is the, not known yet. The whole, the whole, uh, education, all the institution, private institution, will remember Mister Sun Boon Young name after this. He come in for an interview for the for the position of lecturer. Oh, you are the one. Okay, so it's pretty much. Don't worry lah.
0: Don't worry lah. He can he uh, can be a he can be the, in private tuition unless you become a director. Private tuition uh, or yeah. something like that lah.
1: He he. Yeah, but, but all if, I can I, say, if I have a son, all and I can I have, say he, I a, will I, I, he will survive. He will survive.
0: Don't worry about that.
1: He will survive. Yeah, we will not we will not make people you know die standing up. But the thing is, I think, all right, if I were to have a child who I want to enroll it to a tuition, if I see that he is the thing, right? Of course, I would. It would trigger me not to have him as my my child's teacher. You know, but of course he will survive definitely. All right, he will face certain discrimination, maybe uh, a fine or perhaps jail sentence, whatever it is, but he will survive, right, he will not die standing up that, the assurance that we'll give hmm. All so, right. yeah but, just the, the whole thing just disgusts us as educators you know, to see to see one of our own behaving in such a way like that Yeah.
0: alright, Elman, thank you for your time today, it's been very nice having another fruitful discussion with you, with regards to what's been happening in Singapore uh, yep just a bit of a teaser. Of what's gonna be our next uh, topic? This this seems like it's gonna be a regular thing. I haven't been doing a solo podcast for a while. Uh, since Elman has come on board, uh, it's been more uh, interesting to do a podcast this way rather than me talking by myself.
1: Uh, just a bit of maybe, a the, maybe the next one yeah maybe the next one just let's do something relaxing our topics have been so very heavy
0: relaxed. lately we've been talking about capital very punishment heavy, yeah, code, uh, and then yeah. before that was uh, what was before that uh, I think it was some think education system education system and then now it's and about racism code, yeah. it's getting really heavy you know uh, I want yeah, so we I a, want this we podcast a, to be kind of something light, like light House life is supposed to be house life, man. Is it? Yeah, not, not like house life. Oh, Singapore, very racist thing happening.
1: <laughs> well, it's yeah, it's not the type of life that we would. Or, or I, tell would la, I tell you what, I
0: tell you what. The next podcast we will do what all the other podcast channels have been doing. We will do about ghost stories. How about that?
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, ghost stories. Yeah, that that's, that's that's a good that's a good one. A, ghost, yeah, a good
0: yeah. a good way to a to take it down a notch, you know, and yet being a bit interesting.
1: Yeah, true, true. Although ghost is is not really that uh relaxing, but it, it, it's fun to think about it once in a while. Okay. And suits mm. my mood down here, because uh, I'm alone in this county, uh, and then yeah, we we'll talk about ghost stories. Yeah.
0: All right, Erman. Thank you for your time. We'll see you again. Okay, thank you so much. Bye-bye. I'll have the final word. Bye-bye.